What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Can you say without any hesitation that when training camp begins, Kirk Cousins will be on this team and thus will be the number one quarterback when your team reports in July? Well, phrasing it that way after saying that uh, no matter what I answer will be uh, greatly dissected, it it sure is a heck of a way to ask the question. But I can tell you uh, training camp is a long way away in my mind. Uh, from a standpoint of what any position may look like, uh, having just gotten into the building recently. I do appreciate the question, but I think we got to look at things in a short-term way of just how we build this thing for what's going to come uh, during the season. Um, and in training camp, obviously, will be a huge part of that as we build towards that first football game. All right. Welcome into the Viking Age podcast, the official podcast for thevikingage.com. And for those watching on YouTube, welcome to the brand new YouTube page for the Viking Age. All right, I'm Adam Patrick. I'm the editor and lead writer for the Viking Age. And I'm joined by my co-host, Chris Shad, who also writes for us here at the Viking Age, as well as several other sports-related, Minnesota sports-related outlets as well Uh, before we get started today make sure to follow the viking age on twitter and facebook the site's username on twitter is at the viking age and you can follow the site's facebook page by heading to facebook.com slash the viking age and of course for those watching on youtube make sure to like this video and then hit the subscribe button as well all right let's just get right into today's first topic chris uh, and that would be, it sounds like uh, the, the, the tone has changed a little bit from, uh, from Kevin O'Connell compared to a week ago when he was first introduced as the Vikings head coach. Now, on Wednesday, uh, Kevin O'Connell went on a radio interview uh, with WCCO's Chad Hartman, and he was asked by Hartman if he could say without any hesitation that when training camp begins... Kirk Cousins would be the, on the Vikings 
and be the number one quarterback when the Vikings report for training camp. Um, in response to this question, which O'Connell could have just been like, yes, he's, he's going to be our quarterback. Here is what Kevin O'Connell said. He said, quote, I can tell you training camp is a long way away in my mind from the standpoint of what any position may look like. I do appreciate the question, but I think we've got to look at things in a short-term way of just how we build this thing for what's going to come during the season. All right, now, Chris, um, why didn't Kevin O'Connell just come out and say, uh, yes, Kirk Cousins will be our quarterback when training camp begins? Because it's contingent on contract negotiations, which I would assume aren't going too well based on that answer. Um We've seen a lot of tea leaves over the past couple of weeks that Cousins is not willing to accept a team-friendly deal. And no matter how much Ian Rappaport wants to come on every day and say that Kirk Cousins is staying, at the end, he says the same thing. It is dependent on how much money Kirk is willing to take in a team-friendly discount. And you know, some people are like, no, Kirk's going to see the light and whatever. This guy attributed one-year deals to God. And honestly, I prefer Jameis Winston's version of God's plan more than Kirk Cousins, mainly because it's about $35 million cheaper. So I think that Kevin O'Connell is kind of realizing, hey, it would be great to coach Kirk Cousins, but uh, I don't think he's going to want to do what it takes to stay in Minnesota, which is what we've been saying all along. Yeah, I, uh, I think... When he had his introductory press conference, Kevin O'Connell, that is, he was like literally just coming off the plane from the the parade with the Rams. He probably his only interactions with, you know, Vikings people in the front office was either during the interview or, or just over texts or short emails or phone calls. And so when P was asked about Kirk Cousins, he probably tried to give you know a pretty honest answer during his his first press conference. Uh, and since then, he's had about a week to meet with people in the front office and coaches uh, and realize that there's a there's a real chance that Kirk Cousins might not be coming back uh, as as the Vikings quarterback and that he could be gone as quickly as within the next month. Um, and I think that that changed a lot. I think even if you like. There's people out there that are like, oh, you're going to hear what you want to hear no matter what. I think for the people that think that, you know, this is just, you know, what's he supposed to say? You know, this is this is what he's, he's a new coach. He's got to figure everything out. But this is the quarterback. And this is not this is not like this isn't, you know, so this is Ryan. This isn't Ryan Fitzpatrick. This isn't a quarterback. You just be like, well, I, I, I don't know. This is either you're, you're committed or you're not. And right now, based on what he just said. In this interview, it doesn't sound like it's a 100% sure thing that Kirk Cousins is coming back, which is what we expected, but to hear it pretty much confirmed, I feel like, uh, in this interview is, is uh, I guess, maybe enlightening? Yeah, and the the uh, there's an article by Arif Hassan of The Athletic that yeah. kind of just breaks down Kirk Cousins at all levels, yeah. and... It wasn't just, hey, why is he bad on third and long? It, it actually like went inside his brain and showed what made him tick. And one of the things was security. When he was being recruited in high school, he was 
thinking about five different math schools. But he didn't commit to any of them because he's like, well, what if I get a better offer? And at the last second, Michigan State came calling. He gets to Michigan State. He's fifth on the depth chart. And he didn't feel like he had that security to go into the locker room and be the voice of that locker room. So I think there's two things at play here. I think Kirk wants security and he wants a two or three year extension, which honestly, the Vikings would be insane to do it unless like Kirk's going to take $20 million the first year, which isn't going to happen. Like at that point, his agent will be like, well, screw you, find another agent. But um, I think the other thing in play is that maybe Kirk feels like he's not the voice of this team, especially over the past couple of seasons where guys like Justin Jefferson have taken over Dalvin Cook. There's a lot of strong personalities outside of the quarterback position there. And maybe Kirk feels like he just can't take control of the room. And if he can't do that, maybe he's better off somewhere else. So I think he wants a not a long-term deal, like a five, six-year deal, but he wants a three-year commitment. And with the front office in three to four-year deals, like if you sign Kirk Cousins, you're basically strapping that time bomb to your back uh, going into this regime. So I don't think the Vikings are willing to do that. And I don't think that Kirk might be necessarily comfortable even with the firing of Mike Zimmer. Yeah, I think what you said in the beginning, though, about how this probably uh, means that They've either talked to Kirk or talked to his agent or, or somebody close to him about maybe, you know, taking a, le- a more team friendly deal or even, you know, a longer deal that will give them more cap flexibility in in the next couple of years. And, and basically, it sounds like that's something that they aren't willing to do. Um, you know, maybe they are. And, and maybe this is, you know, this is not correct. But from, you know, putting it, putting the pieces of the puzzle together, it sounds like negotiations are are not going well. And Kevin O'Connell is realizing that and realizing that, you know, he could be coaching Kellen Mond as, as the starter in 2022 or, or somebody else. But, uh, right now I'm going to ask you, let's see, it's, it's February 24th, 2022. Uh, what would you say the percentage chance is that Kirk Cousins will be the Vikings starting quarterback when training camp begins? 45. I put it a little bit higher. I think that there might be something to it where Kirk kind of says, hey, I want to play with O'Connell. And maybe with all these meetings, you know, it it, it could just be baby steps. We're still three weeks away. Maybe he kind of gets in there and like, okay, if I don't sign this contract, you know, I'm going to be playing for Carolina. Just that that was one of the rumors, right? Like, would he rather play in Minnesota with Kevin O'Connell on a reduced deal? Or do you rather get paid and go to Carolina. Like that's up to him. And like I've said before, the Vikings have played this perfectly to where they're not the bad guy here. The Vikings are going, Kirk, we've done everything we can for you. We have the coaching staff in place. We have the offense in place. We have the weapons in place. All you need to do is take a pay cut and you can be the quarterback. You can be the guy people turn to. And if he says no, then, you know, people can just be like, okay, yeah. Sure, whatever. See you in Carolina. Yes, that Carolina rumor that was apparently uh, started by me and Score North's Judd Zolgad to run Kirk out of town. I, I heard that uh, was was a comment. Your left. propaganda. Yeah, me You're and, probably me working and, for Score North, aren't you? For sure. Under under the table, they're giving me you know a little little something to, to <sighs> little Joe you, Smith action. They're right? using me yeah. as the 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 courier pigeon or or the you know I'm, I'm taking one for the team or whatever get this this yeah. 
Kirk propaganda out there to get him out of town because I live in Minnesota and I want him out of there when I, I don't live in Minnesota. Um, but uh, I've never met Judd in my life, first off, and then and, and I've talked to him uh, in form of tweets once or twice. Uh, no DMs. So anyone thinking that it was me and Judd concocting this plan of get starting the rumors uh, about Kirk Cousins possibly heading to Carolina. That's gonna, where, that's, where do you um, think he false. could wind up, Judd? Like, what, what do you think about that? What if we <laughs> yeah. did Carolina? Oh, yeah. that's perfect. That's yeah. perfect right there. Yeah, we're working uh, on Washington right now. Uh, I think that's okay. that's the next rumor we're, we're working on. And then That'll be a banger. Maybe Houston. PFT will pick that up. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe, maybe yeah. Houston. We'll try that. Try that one out too. If that if that doesn't work, oh, I gotta love Twitter this time of year. Um, yeah, percentage wise, uh, I'd go around forty as well. I think that there's obviously a chance that that he comes back and things could could work out based on the relationship, the past relationship he did have uh, with Kevin O'Connell. But at the end of the day, I don't think it's O'Connell's decision. I think it's going to be Quasi's decision and maybe, you know, somebody else, uh, even ownership, uh, their decision, whether or not they want to keep Kirk. Now, I did see today that someone said the conversation has to start with two first-round picks in return, and I was just like, uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I'm not sure what quarterback you're talking about, but uh, he's he's not Matt Stafford. Maybe that's what they were looking at. I Two first round picks. Uh, that's not no. You're not going to get that for Kirk Cousins. I hate to break that to people, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> the first act of negotiation is to aim high. So I mean, that's that. very high, but, though. Yeah, it's very high. Like if I went to a job, I'd be like, "Hey, I'd love you to give me sixty thousand dollars or whatever," and they'd be like, "Um, hey." I, I mean, I realize that's really low. I'm just I, I'm being realistic. Journalism salary here, but yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you know what I mean. That's high for. Like if Justin Jefferson wants a new field. contract, he's going to ask for the moon. Like, and the oh, Vikings uh, would be like, "Yeah, we can't do that." He and then deserves he it. Down from there, yeah. at this yeah, point, Jefferson sure. deserves it. Um, huh. But yeah, Kirk Cousins. If you can get one first round pick for him, you you take that deal. Um, I, Absolutely. I, um, because yeah, that's what you need right now. All right, moving on to another quarterback who is not even on the Vikings roster. Well, <laughs> right now he he could maybe in the future. It could pull a, a, a Brett Favre. Uh, but, I'm laughing but, because I, I know this is I know who it is on the outline, and I am jacked mm-hmm. for this conversation. Oh boy! Oh, this boy. is getting weird. This is getting weird. Getting it, it's it's been weird for probably I'd say the last 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 year ever since Schefter put out that 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 bomb or whatever out on uh, on the during the draft coverage. I think that's when he threw everything out the window. All right, so Aaron Rodgers apparently he. Uh, well, not apparently, but but late. I believe late, pretty late Monday night. It was it was late for me, and I'm on the West Coast. Um, so we put out this post on Instagram that featured a long caption, a, a bunch of photos, and he expressed a bunch of gratitude to the the people in his life, and including the Packers. And it seemed like it was a bit of a a, a goodbye, you know, maybe to the Packers. But but then Rogers. Okay, so then then. Th- Hundreds of thousands of people tuned in to the, the Pat McAfee show because he was going to be on there on Tuesday because everyone was anticipating, oh, he's going to maybe reveal something. And immediately, Rogers shuts all that down and says no decision has been made yet about his future. Once again, he is trolling everybody um, and just toying with the media because he knew he knows whatever he puts out at this point, people are going to dissect and, and do everything they can to, to figure something out. Um, 
But right now he's undecided. I think that there was a, a report today from ESPN that said, you know, the Packers have trade offers on the table, you know, if they want him, if they want to get rid of him. Um, and that a decision should be made soon. But we've been hearing that for, for a while now. But depending on what Aaron Rodgers does, whether it's stay with the Packers or, or go to another team, should his decision impact what the Vikings do this offseason? Well, you left out the lead. I mean, the reason Aaron Rodgers made that poach is because he was doing the uh, PK cleanse, the Ponce. Oh, I forgot all about uh, I was trying to ignore that, I think. (laughs) Yeah, I I would too, except I've done one myself when I ate some expired lunch meat in the back of the fridge in college. (laughs) and I was definitely grateful for a lot of things, like the ability to keep something down without it immediately Mm -hmm. sliding through me. Um, But... To answer your question, like, should this determine what the Vikings do? No. Now, if Aaron Rodgers retires, like, the NFC North is garbage. Like, who mm-hmm. – I, I see the point of who is going to stop you. And the Packers still have enough pieces mm-hmm. that they can contend for an NFC North title. So it's not like they're completely out of the woods. Uh, if they go with Jordan Love, I – I, I don't know. He could be good for all we know. He could be good enough to leave them to the playoffs. We don't know that until he's a full-time starter, getting the reps, all that stuff, even though he doesn't look good now. I, I'm not bearing a Packers quarterback after what happened last time. But the Vikings, if they look at this and go, look, we can win the NFC North, who gives a flying bleep if you can beat the Bears, Lions, and Packers without Aaron Rodgers? Like, what, you're going to go 9 an eight win the division and then get stopped in the wild card round. Like I want this team to set their sights higher. That's why I want Kirk cousins traded. That's why I want him out of there. That's why I want the Vikings to start this youth movement and build towards something that could eventually become a contender because right now they don't have that. They have a lot of older players that are on the wrong side of the thirties, especially on defense that need to be replaced or at least augmented with depth so those guys are ready to take over. So I think the plan remains the same. I don't think you go all in if Aaron Rodgers retires. And that being said, I think Aaron Rodgers is coming back. You think he's coming back to the Packers? Yeah. Yeah. There's too many tea leaves. Uh, The Packers have been clearing salary cap space all week. Like they did with Aaron Jones. They did with Kenny Clark. Um, Sure, there's another one I'm missing right there. I mean, Zadarius Smith probably isn't going to be there next year. So that's could, another uh, could, could couple follow, million. I mean, they're doing. Uh, hit, I was yeah, going to say, could he doing, follow his linebackers coach to the Vikings? You know, Vikings don't really have a lot of cap space, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's a little sick of Aaron Rodgers' PK cleanses. Yeah. Like, he'll <laughs> give him another kind of cleanse. <laughs> the pass rusher cleanse. You just have a hey, big and scary then, man rush at you, and then it just goes out both ends, I guess. And then he and Daniel Hunter can do the same sack celebration together because he stole uh, Daniel Hunter's sack celebration when they played each other in Minnesota uh, a year or two ago. Um, yeah, I uh, I don't think it should affect what the Vikings do in the future. I think the Vikings have a plan for what they want to do within the next two or three years, and it doesn't really matter what what the Packers do or the Bears or or the Lions. This isn't a situation where, like, in 98, when when the Vikings drafted Randy Moss and the Packers drafted, like, four corners the next year uh, to make sure they could try and stop Randy Moss, which they never were able to. 
um, by the way. Um, yeah, this is this is not a situation that is going to... It will impact the Vikings, and but most of us believe that 2022 doesn't really matter to begin with. Um, I think that what what the Vikings want to do is is use 2022 as a year to kind of figure out what Kevin O'Connell wants to do with with his entire team because he's never been a head coach before, and then use that year to to build and kind of have some optimism for for 2023. And 2023 will be the year where they you know try and go for the division and get in the playoffs and that stuff. But what Rodgers does this year, I don't think is going to have any impact. And you know what? Yeah, I think he's coming back too because um, he's just annoying and <laughs> he's going to get – I think he, I saw he's he's looking for $50 million a year, uh, which is insane, but he'll probably get – he's what, two-time MVP in the last three years? So, yeah, he, he's going to get that. Um, but if he is gone, if Rodgers is gone this year, if he leaves to go for to another team or whatever – which I secretly hope is like the Raiders or something because he would just fit in with that fan base and everything. Um, who would be the favorite in the NFC North next season if both Rodgers and Kirk Cousins are gone? <sighs> that's a good question. I feel like that's a cop-out, but I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I want to say the Vikings, but... They got a lot of work to do on both ends of the ball. They got to get, uh, you know, I, I think they can lean in the offense and lean into a playoff berth. So I, I guess I'd go with the Vikings. But I mean, that defense, man, I I know that this is an offensive game. And if you have a high powered offense, you can get by like the Chiefs did with Patrick Mahomes in that first year. But you have to get the quarterback right. And it has to be a damn good bridge quarterback like I don't think Marcus Mariota is leading this team to the Super Bowl if you sign him as a bridge quarterback. Or if you trade for Sam Darnold, you sure as hell aren't getting anywhere near the Super Bowl. Uh, I, I My favorite question to ask Packer fans lately has been if Aaron Rodgers lead, who is your quarterback, and you can't say Jordan Love, and they kind of go, oh my God, yeah, that's, that's a really good question because everything points to the signs that Jordan Love isn't good. And if that's the case, the Packers are going to be scrambling on their hands and knees going, where can we find a quarterback? And I mean, Chicago, they got I would go with, I would go with them. I'd go with the Bears. You'd go with the Bears? You yeah, think their defense is good? Or Justin Fields? Uh, Who's he going to? Yeah, yeah. Well, they could draft somebody. Um, but I just feel like they could. But they don't have it, they don't have any picks. They yeah, they traded their true. first for Fields. And then I think they're second. I mean, they have like five draft picks in this draft. Yeah, I and think then, I guess it would just be up for grabs. Uh, even the Lions, the Lions I wouldn't, I, 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't cut them out if if Aaron Rodgers is gone and Kirk. You know what? Because they like, they played hard. They played hard last year. You can't you can't deny that. Like they were terrible, but they weren't like. 0-16 Browns, terrible. They weren't Jaguars, terrible. They they still played pretty hard. They beat the Vikings. Dan Campbell is going to slam like three Starbucks every day. And the Lions <laughs> three. are going to feed it. off that energy. Three. Three Ventis. That's the yeah. big one, right? In yeah. an hour. Three Ventis. In a, no, 30 minutes. 
point of an hour. <laughs> this is Dan Campbell we're talking about. He doesn't feel pain. He could he could slam it straight out of the tap if he wants to, yeah. right out of the coffee maker. Just yeah. put his mouth underneath the spigot like it's a pop machine or something. Just like, <laughs> all right, guys, let's go. Like that's Dan Campbell, yeah. Mister yeah, Football think, himself. I think it'll be up for grabs. I think that's what it's going to be. Because uh, we don't, it'll depend on what happens in the draft and free agency. Um, and then I think we, we'd be able to make a better prediction as far as that what goes. was the year that Aaron Rodgers hit Aaron Cobb for that late touchdown? Like it was Bears Packers. Yeah, who did I call? Uh, Aaron Cobb. I don't even know who that is. Aaron Cobb. <laughs> same same person, basically. I don't know. Combined. Um, <laughs> Pachacarma cleanse. They're now what the was same that? person. It was like fourth and something, or, or it, was, it was a long conversion. Was that against the Bears? I think yeah. it was. And then we're sitting there going, man, man, these teams suck, but this game's pretty good. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. But, I remember yeah. that play, but I don't remember when it was. Um, yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll have to see how that goes. I'm sure we'll, next week's the combine. Uh, so we'll, we're going to find out a lot of stuff as far as Rogers and cousins and all this fun stuff. Cause they're going to have the, uh, legal, t- uh, non illegal tampering next week when they just casually run into each other, you know, in, in the restaurants and stuff. And like, Oh, didn't know you're going to be here. Well, I, I didn't know we, you were going should... to be in the back room at Manny's. Yeah, I guess we'll just like, talk. How did you get in here? Wow, long, yeah. Oh, your what agent a, is here too. That is so weird. Wow, what a coincidence. Wow. I brought Rob Brzezinski. This, uh, how? Same place, same table. Uh, uh, real quick before we get to the, the final topic, we had a question here in the chat from from Patrick Allen, who works at Fanside. He's the Chiefs podcaster for, for Fanside. And he asked what Kirk's value in a trade. We kind of went over it earlier when we talked about how uh, it's not two first round picks. Uh, if you get that, great, but don't expect that. Uh, I would say at least a first round pick and maybe a fourth or a fifth. It depends on the team's salary cap situation, That's true doesn't too. it? Yeah. Because, I mean, if if a team has to send back, like, I'm just. I would say at least nine. a first round pick I, this I don't year think or the Niners next year. would do it. Yeah. I don't think the Niners would do this, but, like, yeah. If he goes to the Niners, like they'd be like, well, you know, throw, you know, attach a draft pick with Kirk. I, I don't Trey, think they'll Trey actually Lance. have to. <laughs> yeah, send this Trey Lance back. I they're not going to do that. They created three first rounders for Trey Lance. Like that's that's bonkers. So I don't know. First, maybe a high second, but yeah. but I mean, you could do like a high second and a first in twenty twenty three, which I would almost prefer. Because that quarterback class is better, apparently. If they get, and you can make a run at Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. Would you think it was better though, if you got, let's say, a mid first? Well, not you can't really tell if it's going to be a mid first round pick next year or not. But let's say you're offered Carolina as the team, and they will give you the sixth round pick. You know, you swap picks in the first round. Um, would you rather have that, and then you know, not not a first round pick in the and next year, but you know, um, an early round pick too. But number six is pretty intriguing to me if you can, if you can get that because I think the if the Viking, I think Malik Willis is going to be a guy that's going to kind of shoot up the the boards or whatever this week, and teams are going to start trying to move up to to get him, and maybe the Vikings will. 
But that, you know, that sixth spot seems like a spot where if you want a quarterback, that's that's a great spot to be to, to get the guy that you want without having mm-hmm. to, like, move up even farther. So what about that? Yeah, because I don't think anybody in the top five is going to be taking a quarterback unless, like – I don't think so. Like, with Willis, like, the sleeper is that Detroit worked with Willis at the Senior Bowl. Dan Campbell right. was on that staff. Right. So if they really liked Willis – Well, they worked I with all of them. make that move. Worked with all, yeah. a bunch of those quarterbacks. So, huh. so I mean, they like they I, really like Jared Goff. You know, six would be a safe spot, though. I would say, like, I don't think six, you'd be yeah. risking losing your guy if you no. traded up to six. No, it'll be interesting. If we have, I don't think there's been like, as far as, I don't even know if I'd call it excitement, just anticipation, really, to see what happens with this this off season for the Vikings. I think you you could go back to 2017 uh, or 2018, I guess, at this point um, when they were gonna get Kirk Cousins and and gearing up for that that Super Bowl run that uh they didn't even make the playoffs so <laughs> it's so much more fun isn't it like it, it is I, I I think I mentioned this like last time and I probably can't mention articles from another site but I, I, I wrote like a six okay the zone coverage I wrote yeah. a six month projection for the Vikings offseason and I basically like nailed half the stuff I said that they were going to sign <laughs> ah, excuse me. We're live. If you if you were, if you, we are live on a Thursday night. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I am sneezing all over the place and scratching my neck, as you can see on the YouTube channel. A little too much information, but you can Great see it content. anyway. It's not really information. Um, where was I before I started talking about my bodily functions? Oh yeah, yeah. I said they were going to sign a crappy wide receiver three, DD Westbrook. I said they were going to uh, gripe about not running the ball. I said they were going to trade down in the first round. I was pretty much clairvoyant, Chris, to a point. So, <laughs> all right. So, what are they going to do yeah. this year? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was easier when the same people were in place because you knew Mike Zimmer and... came in front of the camera and he's like, "Ah, defense! Look at my defense. We went into a defense and we locked each other in a room and we drew plays on grease boards and we called every defensive player and let them know." What about yeah. the offense? Good. Well, yeah. you know, the offense will probably be fine. Let me tell you about this defense. Oh, the defense is coming back. <laughs> That's why he got his guys. He got he got Patrick Peterson. He got Xavier Woods. Got Sheldon Richardson. He is, got all those guys. You're you're a wrestling guy. Like yeah. Mike Zimmer was basically Vince McMahon. Like Just, he used to have this great product yeah, that yeah. everybody loved, and it was elite. And then all of a sudden, things started to slip a little bit, and he didn't know how to adapt. He didn't know how that's, to change. That's something else is going. elite. Create something else, huh? Something else yes. is elite now. There are a lot of people that are elite now. <laughs> <laughs> Although, there's a, you know, a uh, little smoke and mirrors heading back to WWE soon. Uh, if you follow that uh, metaphor. No, it's I don't know what it is. All right, moving on to topic three, which is our final topic today, which we're going to try and predict uh, which Vikings free agents will return in 2022 and, and which ones won't. So free agency is coming up in March, which is less than a week away. And uh, the Vikings could see a bunch of players from their, their 2021 roster out the door. All right, so let's see if we can predict... You know, which one of these guys will return for the 2022 season? Basically just, you know, a yes or a no or a maybe or what, whatever you think, Chris. So we'll, we'll start off 
with with You're challenging me after I told you about that article, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we'll put your clairvoyant skills uh, clairvoyant to the Chris to the test. To the, to the test. Yes. All right. So first we have Patrick Peterson. He will be 32 years old in July, and he was ranked as the 56th best cornerback last season by PFF. What are we doing? Uh, how much money does he want? Yeah, that's a it's going to be a, a big thing like, for a lot of these guys. He's not getting he's not getting the same contract he got last year. The one year, no, what was it? No. 9 no, million like eight, or something eight million, like that. 8 million. Yeah. I mean, it's going to have to be like a 4 or 5 million dollar deal. I would take mm-hmm. him back. I, I mean, I I think he wants that to come back. He said out he does. A, yep. Yep. And if they work out a reasonable salary, I think he comes back. Um, the Vikings cannot go into next season without, you know, some veteran corner and a guy that's already been here, a guy that can help establish the culture and a guy who kind of subtly took z- shots at Zimmer late in the season. I-, I think that Patrick Peterson would think about staying here, help build with Kevin O'Connell and move them forward at the right price. They can't go overboard on him. Yeah. And he's played in the three, four uh before as well yes um over in arizona so he's got experience with that i think yeah if if it's reasonable i look you look maybe like a two-year deal 12 million around that range um like you said you know but if he gets money somewhere else go take it like i'm not gonna fault him for going to get the money because he's 32 and he doesn't got uh, we don't know he could have one or two good years left but uh 56th ranked corner uh not very i'm not gonna like go all out to to bring him back and plus this year's draft class is pretty supposed to be pretty deep with cornerbacks um and it depends it just depends on what the defensive coordinator wants to do as far as you know what he wants in the secondary does does he want is he okay with having a younger secondary you know does he need more veteran experience does he want to bring in his own guys you know there's a couple broncos cornerbacks that are free agents does he want to bring in any of those guys um so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with no on uh, Patrick Peterson. What, what, did you say yes? Yeah, I'll, I'll say yes. Because I, okay. I think the Vikings can work something out. It just depends on if he wants to stay here. Like, those are the two variables. So. For sure. All right, moving on to someone who apparently maybe has a chance now to return. Anthony Barr. Uh, he will be 30 uh, next month. And he was the 26th. Linebacker in 2021 by PFF. Where where is where is he going? Is he is he coming back to be the the Bash brother brothers with with Eric Kendricks or is he uh, going somewhere else? I think he stays because who else is going to want Anthony Barr after last season? He's got a knee problem that kind of hampered him throughout the season, and the Vikings have no depth at linebacker. And remember when Anthony Barr was coming out of college. He was projected to be a three-four force yep. Uh, yep. as an edge. So I mean, putting him at that position, having him rush the passer, like Mike Zimmer drafted him knowing that, but he wanted him to cover linebackers and kind of communicate yep. and do all that sure. stuff. Like Anthony Barr has always had the physical tools to be an elite pass rusher. They just never used him that way. So I think it'll be at a reduced cost, but it depends on what other teams want to step up and kind of throw it in him. But I think he wants to stay here, and I think he will if it, they can work something out. Yeah, maybe maybe the Jets will try and get him again. Uh, you know, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, this one's tough because, because like you said, he did well in a three four in college, but that was you know eight years ago before he had all these you know injury problems. Um, and they they already have a couple of veterans under contract, and he at the end of the season he was pretty much like saying his goodbyes already. So I think he kind of saw the writing on the wall. But we will. I was uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. With I was surprised part. when I looked at his game log because he had 11 tackles and two sacks in the finale against the Bears. And I know it was a meaningless game, but he can still bring it if he's He had healthy. two picks against the Rams, right? Yep. He had a great last month of the season, actually. So, I mean, if they want to bring him back, I'm not going to be mad as long as it's not five years, 67 and a half million, because that was ridiculous. But if they can work out a decent sized deal with him, sure. Yeah, I think if, if I'm gonna go, I'll say yes. I'll say yes. He'll come back. Sure. Um, just because yeah. that friendship with with Barr, and I think he likes, uh, not Barr with uh, with Kendricks, and I think he's got that foundation too that he's built up over the years out here, and he was just the what the the Walter Payton nominee, so he does a lot mm-hmm. within this within the Minnesota community. So I think he's he's someone I could see actually being like. Yeah, I'll, I'll take less to to come back. I don't I don't care. I don't I don't need the money. I've already made a bunch in my career. Unlike a certain quarterback. Um, all right. <laughs> Moving on to the next one. Tight end. Tyler Conklin. He will be 27 in July and he was the 25th ranked tight end in 2021 by PFF. Is Con- is Conk not Conk. Uh yeah, Conklin. What what, what are we calling? The did the Gronklin? Yeah, Gronklin. Yeah. That's what, I, I don't know why I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Is Gronklin coming back to the Vikings for next? It's like season? Wordle with Vikings nicknames. I would play the hell out of that. Um, I think no. I think no, because the tight end too is kind of more of a blocking tight end in the Rams offense when they do go too wide and I think they're going to go three wide. Now it'd be great to keep him because I think he's talented enough to be kind of that emergency option and everything else. But I think that, you know, I, I think it will have to be a decent sized deal, but I think he'll draw interest from other teams and maybe he'll look at that and go, yeah, maybe I can make more money somewhere else. How about you? Well, it could be between him and Chris Herndon. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be a, a tough, tough battle between those two to pick between, Who'd want to pick back? Uh, but no, I don't think he's going to come back because I think he's going to get money thrown at him in uh, free agency by a team that just has money to spend. When you look at the Dolphins or the Jaguars or a team like that, where they're like, this kid was good. Uh, and, you know, he's a solid tight end that we can, if for a team with like a young quarterback like Tua or, or Trevor Lawrence, he'd be a, a great option to have in that offense. Um, and I just don't, I don't think the offense that, that the Rams run which we're assuming is going to be similar to kevin o'connell's really emphasized i don't know if they emphasize the tight end but they didn't invest a lot in the tight ends like it wasn't we don't need the best tight end in the world to uh the highest tight paid tight end to, to come in here and have success at that position so i think that he's on the way out another thing you have to consider with tyler Coughlin is that irv smith has been banged up for basically two straight seasons yep. i mean everybody yep. knows about the knee but he had a pretty nasty back injury two years ago that kept him out for the majority of the season. So you probably want depth there, but 
I don't know. I, I think that you could find a decent depth tight end somewhere else if you're thinking about Tyler yeah. Conklin. Draft somebody or sign somebody. Tight ends are not the, you know, they're not the most expensive position in uh, free agency. You can get someone for league minimums pretty good. All right, moving on to Sheldon Richardson, who will, who is 31. And uh, he was ranked as the 47th edge defender in 2021 by PFF because, uh, you know, he's typically a defensive tackle, but last year he played a lot of defensive end for the Vikings because they were just shorthanded. So he ranked 47th. Uh, what do you think? Coming back? I don't think so, but it could work out because Sheldon Richardson has played in a 3-4 before, yep. and he could stay in that edge position yep. or uh, defensive end position because basically you have three defensive tackles on the inside and 3-4 defense. They're going to play both. So maybe you could move him around at 31 years old, though. He didn't really provide too much. Like, I don't know. I mean, he's probably going to want a little more than he's worth. So I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'm not really looking to bring back people that struggled to stop the run last year. Um, So, you know, if they want to get rid of Michael Pierce and Sheldon Richardson, I'm not going to be like, oh, no. Like, who's going to stop the run now when they couldn't do it last year? So... Um, I'm going to say no. I feel like he was more of a Zimmer kind of guy anyways because he signed with the Vikings in 2018 and Zimmer was super pumped to have him there. And then he came back this year, I think, in part because of Zimmer and probably Andre Patterson he too. Did. He bailed on the Kirk press conference to go say hello, hello to Selden Richardson. Right, right, like, right. All right, see you guys later. I got Because that, back was, that was clearly I'm, – I'm going to just say I'm a 1,000% positive. That was clearly Rick Spielman being like, okay, you know, we know you didn't want Kirk Cousins, but here's Sheldon Richardson. And Zimmer's like, all right, that's fine. Um, so I don't think I don't think he's coming back. You Did you say yes, no? What did you say? I said no. Okay. All right. So, no, we got yes, no, Patrick Peterson. I think we – did we both say Barr's coming back? Uh, we both said Conklin's yeah, not coming I said, back. I said – Yes. Yeah. Um, and we both said no for Richardson. So, all right. Xavier Woods, uh, not the wrestler. Um, the safety. That'd be awesome, though. <laughs> get the, it's, a, it's a new day in the Vikings secondary. Um, he'll be 27 in July, and he was the 39th ranked safety in 2021 by PFF. I'm, uh, I'm good with the Vikings not bringing him back. They got Cameron Bynum on the roster. Yeah, if they were grooming Cameron Bynum to be in that spot, I think no. Um, what do they do with Harrison Smith, though? If they say <laughs> yeah, goodbye true. to Harrison Smith, you know, you hang on to Woods, maybe you draft another safety, keep him around for another year. I'm not thinking he sticks around, but no. I don't know, stranger things have happened. No. What I was surprised. I think I saw the other day that J. Run Curse is like kind of had like a a rebirth or whatever with the Cowboys, and like people are like thinking of him as like Cowboys fans are like he's 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 pretty good, and I'm like okay, sure. Um, <laughs> not sure what. Well, they're using him properly. I like I I, guess. I. I mean, he's not like an all pro or anything. No, but I mean they're, they're they're using, using his height and everything properly. coverage. Yeah. Yeah, they're using him as a linebacker, basically, which Zim kind of toyed with. And he's like, nah, defense, this is my defense. Like, this coaching staff is going to adapt and use guys in those situations, uh, depending on the game plan. So, I mean, 
a guy like Darren Curse probably wasn't going to succeed with the Vikings, but he looks a hell of a lot better with Dallas with a coaching staff that will actually adapt. But George Edwards. <laughs> yeah, maybe that was it. Maybe he just – does he coach linebackers there or like secondary? I think he's just a senior assistant or whatever for now. He's just still grabbing coffee for yeah, yeah, ups. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, I'm sure he does more than that. So but yeah. Both know on Xavier Woods returning. Let's move on to uh, someone I think they should bring back, which is Mason Cole. He'll be 26 in March. He was the 13th ranked center in 2021 by PFF. If it's between him and Garrett Bradbury... I don't think the choice is that hard to make. I would. I think. Mason I think they Cole, should bring baby. Mason Cole back. Yeah, bring him back. Bring him back. Yeah, do it. Yeah, I, don't do it as a starter. Like I don't want Mason Cole starting at guard or center, like a swing guard. A, yeah, in in case of emergency guy, because yeah. you saw he performed admirably, and that is yeah. more than we could say for most Viking guards or interior linemen over the past decade. Yep. So, yeah, if you want to bring back Mason Cole, I'm cool with it. I think his performance last year just made me that much more annoyed with like Rick Spielman <laughs> and like and the people who kept Garrett Bradbury in there. It's like he's clearly not playing well. Like try something else. And they're like, No, he's he's a first round pick. He should be in there. He can get better. Akeem yeah. Hex literally stuffed him into yeah. a lunch locker. Yeah. Like, yeah, like come guys on. are like lifting him up off the ground. He's like three hundred pounds and guys are lifting him in the air. That's not that's not good. All right, so we both think Mason Cole should come back. All right, uh, getting close to the end here. Mackenzie Alexander, cornerback. Nope. 20, 20 years old. Next. <laughs> he was the 116th ranked cornerback by PFF last year, which is also known as last. Um, worse <laughs> than Bashad Breland. So, you know, Chris Thomason would probably like to tweet that out. Uh, if he if he gets that, so yeah, I'm gonna say no on bringing Mackenzie Alexander back. Sorry, Mackenzie. That's a hard no for me. Yeah, like it was a good uh, redemption or like reunion story, but just quickly realized probably not gonna work out. Uh, here's the last one we'll do individually. Greg Joseph is a restricted free agent, meaning he's got a good chance to come back, but he'll be 28 in August, and he missed nine kicks last year in 2021, five field goals. And four extra points. Should the Vikings bring him back? I'll just go first on this one. I think they should. I think they should bring Greg Joseph back. I was a little skeptical, obviously, at first, missing that kick against the Cardinals. But uh, I think he got things together later later on in the year and was was pretty reliable, if you could call a Vikings kicker that. Sure. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with bringing him back. Competition, though. Bring, bring in some competition. Yeah. Get, get a rookie or something. Don't yep. draft a rookie. Oh, my God. Unless, like, it's <laughs> Evan McPherson. I mean, that worked out well. But, like. Or Daniel you know, Carson. You know, <laughs> he signed an extension, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm saying. So, I'm saying. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Draft yeah. a kicker. Oh, if it's, or, like, yeah, Daniel Carson. I guess they got the pick right. They just botched. Not the coach. They, they didn't stick the landing is yeah. what they did. Wrong, wrong coach to pair a fragile rookie kicker with because uh, clearly or I guess I what did I I heard that something was like wrong with his his kicking motion or something and and when he got to the Raiders it was a quick fix but for some reason Mike yeah. Prefer couldn't couldn't figure that out uh, even though he's like this 
supposed great special teams coach. They uh, had yeah. Nate Kading too. Yeah, who yeah, was yeah, a, yeah. Like kicking advisor, and like he couldn't figure it out either. Like, yeah, it's just weird looking back at it. All right, but. I'm gonna just read off the rest, and you just let me know if any of them you think are gonna return next year because there's a, a bunch here. So we got Chad Beebe. Jordan Barry, Rashad Hill, Nick Vigil, D.D. Westbrook, Everson Griffin, Luke Stocker, Dakota Dozier, Sean Mannion, Wayne Gallman, Deshaun Bauer, and Chris Herndon. Any of those? Any of those people you think could come back? Jordan Barry. Yep. I think they'll yep. keep the punter. Yep. He was really good last year. Yep. I, I liked him. So, yep. I mean, I wouldn't sign him to a three-year ironclad deal, but... He threw, we, he threw his first touchdown a, last year. We probably have a position in the quarterback room for him as a coach. Yeah, yeah as, a, as a coach. I mean, that's basically what he was with the Vikings and anywhere else, yeah. really. Um, yeah, I'm over I'm over Rashad Hill. Like, I know people like him as, like, a backup tackle, but I never feel comfortable when he's even in there as a backup. Uh, I could see Chad Beebe, like, fighting his way out of the roster like he always does. Um. Or or being a star in like the USFL or XFL or something. Hey, Kyle Slaughter, by the way, drafted into the USFL. Uh, that'll be interesting. I'll be curious to watch that. Uh, there's a couple other Vikings that were drafted too, uh, but none that uh, stuck out to me like like the first round USFL pick, Kyle Slaughter. Um, but yeah, I I, uh, I would say Jordan Barry is probably the only one that I would bring back. But as far as Everson Griffin goes. One, I think he's a Zimmer and Andre Patterson guy, so I think that's just out the window, and we just don't know if he's ready to ever play football again. Um, mm -hmm. You know, he says he wants to play, but at this point, I don't really know if that's up to him. Um, so, you know, I think he's got to focus on his health and you know his family life first, and then if he's someone gives him a chance, good for good for them. But I think his time with the Vikings is is probably over, and that he can come back. Is he a Ring of Honor guy? You think, Everson Griffin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's top ten in sacks. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. he's a Ring of Honor. I sure. would say so. All right, that's it. That's it for today. Uh, thanks everyone who watched this. Uh, thanks for joining today. Make sure to follow the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, please make sure you like this video and hit the subscribe button below. Uh, but until next time, Chris and I. We'll talk to you later. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.